Welcome to Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. I'm Matt Donnelly. I'm Paul Mattingly. I'm here with Mr. Paul Mattingly here at Vintage Nude Studios at the Slammer in Las Vegas. Paul, how's it going? Uh, things are great, man. It's a beautiful location. It's a lovely day here in Las Vegas. Yep. Nice, cool temperatures. Feels good. <laughs> it is. It is 63 degrees, and that is like the coldest it's been all year. Right. <laughs> we skipped winter this year. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. I can't even talk to people back east. Like, I'm afraid no. to even. They, they talk about, like, how much no they got. And I just want to be like, I, 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 I live in Vegas. <laughs> now, most of the time people think this is an unusual winter for us. Most of the time people think. It has been. That this is how it is. No. And then we go like, no, no, no. It gets cold. It gets very and we, cold. And we correct them. We just don't get snow. It's a good we, solid month of bitter yeah, cold. There's usually. like 30 whole days of cold right, here. Right, right, <laughs> But there was none of that. Not this year. There not at all. There were maybe four days it where, honestly, it was, where it was quote unquote uncomfortable. Yeah. That's about it. The amount of times in February, January and February, that I showed up wearing like a light jacket and sweating just because I was like, it's January and February. I suppose I should wear a jacket. Right. And it was a mistake every time. Overplanned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It was very strange. <laughs> very strange this year. Yeah. I'm so, not knocking it, though. Yeah. That we are kicking off our podcast talking about the weather. We are. <laughs> you listen to the weather on the nines. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Paul, now, because uh, we're kind of, this is a bit of a, a spinoff of sorts of Penn Sunday School. Yes. We should probably introduce at least people who from from that listenership to you. Okay. Right. Yes, let's meet me. Let's meet you, right? So now you're you're not a religious fella. I am not a religious fella. And you are the son of a priest and a nun? Yes, so it wasn't always the case that I wasn't a religious fella. <laughs> so you were raised Catholic. I was raised hardcore Catholic, yes. And your uh, parents bumped uglies and left the order and they just they just got at caught some point. screwing in church and then no, got kicked out. No, that's not the yeah, Okay, here's <laughs> again. So here we so here's here's the story. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. At a certain point, mm-hmm. my, okay, my dad was a Catholic priest for 11 years. What? My mother was a nun for 14. Okay. Right? She was Sister of the Precious Blood. All right. That's the name of the that order? That was her order, yeah. Sister of the Precious what Blood. What an intense name. Pretty Sister intense. of the Precious Order? The Precious Blood. Sister of the Precious Blood? Yeah. Wow. Don't play around. Is Jesus' blood regular, regularly described as precious? Yeah, man. Like He's that. the lamb who saved the world. Like what are you that. talking about? Of course that blood's precious. And no one else. Like, like if I go give blood, like the nurse who takes it, not going to be like, ooh, this is some precious blood. Well, if you have some Jesus blood, you can do really well on eBay. But um, <laughs> what happened was that my father's order of priests yeah. were giving my mother's order of nuns driving lessons. This was actually oh. happening. That's how they met. This is like an adorable movie. Yeah, it's the the meet cute at your the beginning dad was of your the mom's driving instructor. She he he instructed her on how to use stick. Did heyo yonk. <laughs> and so, did, wait, so yes, like, did he continue to instruct her on driving like for the rest of their lives? Like, does your dad still oh no drive they, your mom to this day? I'll tell you, the driving situation in that in the family is yeah. bad. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, because uh. my mom is always freaking out. Okay. To level 11 whenever dad is driving yeah. to the point where he will occasionally just pull over and give her the car. Oh, oh so she now is a driving oh, instructor. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's maddening. It's the maddening. The student has surpassed the teacher. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, did they just get in the car and then just drive away from the church forever? If only. It wasn't so Thornbird lightning strike oh, boom. Man. No. There's what? a reference everyone's going to get. The yeah. Thornbirds. Thornbirds. Which what? I do get. And I love, love that miniseries, <laughs> The Thornbirds. It's really great. What happened was uh, they had this lovely little meet. They enjoyed each other's company, but then kind of just parted ways, went back to their own worlds. Yeah. At different times, within a year and a half space, they both left Holy Orders for different reasons, whatever. Um, no, not whatever. Why did they leave? Well, I think partly because they had found this uh, other person that they had this great connection with and, and that kind of like was part of the impetus. I think it was part of it to be like, hey, maybe this isn't what I want to do. Your Honor, permission to treat this witness as hostile. Do it. Did they leave the church for each other or not? They did not. Okay. Then to what the, was the reason? To the story they told left? me. The, <laughs> the, reason, the reason they left was to – they were just done with it. But your dad was – were they done at the same time? No. Okay, so your mother there was a year and a half first. period there where they left at different times. So okay. my mother left first. First, I, th- I think so, and then my father. There, uh, she's like, I'm not sure I'm supposed to be none, and I'm kind of curious what sex was like. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Get your mother running. I don't know if that was the the, the whole impetus, but. 
that part of it. But Are you curious if your mom had slept with anyone else besides your father? In I'm not curious. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she had gotten pretty far with this dude in high school, this football player that she, <laughs> oh, so you, she would reminisce about once in a while. Okay. Yeah, I was For like, a second, I thought you were uncomfortable thinking about your mom having sex with other people, but you got whatever. this down. I'm down. I'm, I've been down this road. <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking, anyway, they, they leave holy orders. And back in the day, yeah. there was an abundance of individuals in the church. Okay. In the system. Right. At this point, they really hold on to their candidates. They okay. do not let you just leave. You can't be you. Like, you like, know what? I had second thoughts. It's like signing up for the Navy, right? Maybe it wasn't God's calling. Right. But at that point, at that time, this was late 60s. Right. All you had to do was, well, all you had to do, write a letter to the Pope asking for permission to leave holy orders. Whoa. So that's what they did. They each did that independently at different times within this year and a half span of discovering that they didn't want to be in the crew. And you can't leave before you get an answer? Officially. Yeah, I think you have to be careful with that stuff. You get excommunicated and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, they very much still wanted to be Catholic. Oh, that's just the the crazy thing. They are still deeply, deeply faithful. To this day. To this day. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I assume anyone who leaves the church kind of figures out, like, wait a minute, this is all bullshit, and then they just leave. Nope, they just figured out... Parts of it are bullshit that they, they don't just like. wanted to bang and create I, you. That's, that's all part that of it. They wanted to have family. Well, anyway, so mom leaves. She moves to Chicago. Chicago. Now at this point, she's already through her nun training right. gotten a master's degree in reading. That's her. She can read like no one else. Like no one else. <laughs> Killer reader. Well, she can instruct in reading. Right? Sure. She can teach kids to read. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing. Well, she got a uh, job with the American Book Company. Selling books. <laughs> Everything sounds fake. I know. I have a reading degree, and I, I, I work, work for the American, American Book Company, Company. <laughs> and I used to be a nun. Anyway. And I'm <laughs> driving automobiles' yep. finest car. Mm-hmm. And she had uh, a fake mustache. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so she's working for the American Book Company in Chicago, and she's traveling around the yeah. U.S. Yeah. selling books. That's what she started doing after she left Holy Orders. Selling books. Selling books. A door-to-door book sales. Something like that. I don't know if it and was... And that is better than being a nun. I guess, man. I guess. <laughs> so my dad... Still waiting for that Pope to call back. My dad, he's got... Well, he's got... He's got a response. <laughs> he's, just... he's out. So here's the here's the really funny, uh, you know, life is a herald circle time. Sure. So my father... Uh, Goes and moves back home to Kentucky. Hardinsburg, Kentucky is his home. Okay. All right. So he moves back home and he gets a job at a radio station. Whoa. And my father is, in fact, a licensed DJ, a disc jockey back when there were actual platters to be spun. (laughs) True things. So he's working in Hardinsburg and he... uh, (laughs) He's working in Hardinsburg. Yeah. And he... uh, is is at this radio station as a DJ. Yeah. It's a country station. Yeah. And the call letters, the station is still there. I shit you not. The yeah. call letters of this country radio station are WHIC Hick Radio. <laughs> it is still there in operation. So where was this? This is Hardensburg, Kentucky. So your your mom and your dad meet as priest and nun within a car. Right. Somewhere and around then, the Ohio region. In the Ohio region. Then she bolts to Chicago. She bolts to Chicago. And dad bolts to Kentucky. Dad goes back to Kentucky. It right. sounds like they cannot possibly get back together. And yet, e- this here's is the is... meat cuter. Here's where it amps up. I'm telling you, I, I got to screenplay this one of these days. I could, you know, yeah. totally embellish and make it crazy. So, as though it's not crazy enough. So then... Uh, they publish. You're like this story's so great for Hollywood. I could change every detail. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know it would be anyway. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. might as well change yeah, it but myself. You, yeah, let them do it. I'll, no, I'll change it, and then by the time they fuck it around, it becomes what it was. Oh, you're gonna right? push it the other way, so they push exactly. it back towards the original exactly. it story. It becomes the original story again. The, you're waiting for the producer to be like, you know, Paul. I feel like the details are good enough as is. And you go, okay, I'll take out all that. I'll take out the car chase scene. I'll take out the bank robbery. I'll take out the foiled kidnapping. I was fighting for that bank robbery. Bit, pretty, pretty strong stuff. So anyway, yeah, they publish these newsletters about who's in, who's out. Right. Within the holy orders, they actually sure. do kind of keep tabs on people, and and you know, there's like a you know a community. There's a community sense. Sure. She gets this newsletter, my mom, and yeah. sees that my father has left holy orders too. And she's like, okay. It's kind of got a directory thing there to it. So yeah. she looks him up. 
She's been traveling around the U.S. with the American Book Company, as we've discussed. Oh, man. And Does that company still exist? Yes. I'm looking it up on I don't the know. right now. Maybe. Keep so talking. She's traveling around the U.S., and she uh, looks up my dad, right? Puts a call in, gets my grandmother on the phone because she's she's going to be in Louisville, which is still far away from Hardensburg. It's like a three-hour drive still. But she's going to be in Kentucky selling books. So she off, off chance puts in a call to my father. Gets my grandmother on the phone. Grandmother invites her over for dinner. She does an extra three-hour drive, you know, outside of her way from where she's, you know, selling the books and everything. Goes, meets up, has dinner with my father and my grandmother. Uh, she leaves. My grandmother tells my dad that he should keep that one. They long-distance court for another year, and then they finally get hitched. That is adorable. By the way, the American Book Company still does exist. See? <clears throat> and I realized that its initials are ABC. It's even cuter than I thought. Right? Everything about this story just screams, Oh, man. Cutesy poo. And then I came along. So so even though your family left the religion, it wasn't in, the, in a rebellious way. It was in the slightly hippie rebellious way. Yeah. I'll say that because as a kid, I can recall several trips to friends houses yeah and a lot of the friends places we'd go to a lot of my mom and dad's friends were also priests and nuns or one was a priest or one was a nun who had left holy orders because of certain differences with the church but still were very faithful religious people okay they just wanted to make it their own kind of thing and there's this whole underground community of priests who aren't ordained any longer or who are married who still wish to practice the mass and all that kind of thing. They still like attention. They like to get up and put on a show. <laughs> they, dude, they still you, miss the thrill. Once you wear that robe, they're like, it's like it's like James Brown. <laughs> totally. Like you That's gotta have I mean. that cape, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. No, uh, I do know. There, That's I, it. Yeah, sure. I mean, a part of it is is the, they are the methadone of Catholic priests. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's theater. You yeah, know, and it's it's connected community, and I can understand that in a small community. That's all you got. No, I mean, that's the thing. I'm an atheist, you know, and I think, like, if I was a devout Catholic, I really like attention. I I don't mind speaking in front of people. I do enjoy that charge. If I were a devout Catholic and felt like I got my calling, I would certainly feel like I could be a good priest. Right. And it's all based on performance. Right. As a matter of fact, I was asked to be be a, a minister in a wedding. You know, they're like, you know, whatever you got to do, just like go online. Yeah, get your be, little join something. Tam card. Yeah, get your tam card. <laughs> tam card is the biggest card for serving alcoholic beverages. Well, don't you need one of those? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, yeah. If you're oh, a priest, yeah, you you're gonna, you'd have yeah. to have one. Blood of Christ, man. Yeah. It's, it's precious. Precious. Precious dude. wine precious. right here. Precious. Got to handle it with tam. <laughs> right. So, like, I was like, I, I literally said to them, I was like, I feel like you're just casting your minister. Like, you just know that I would... I would I would just well, do a good job talking to people. Well, don't think that doesn't go down. I mean, that's yeah. yeah, you know, parishes they they vet their guys. Yeah, they want the right dude. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing is like there's the Catholic uh, thing in the states, especially it's rather fractioned as far as you know. Uh, factioned or fractioned? Factioned, I should have said. Yeah, and and fractionist. They're all divided. They're all divided it by is, four or five. It is, it is fractionist and factioned. Um, sure. The the thing was when we did finally, I mean, as we kept going, we we moved to Richmond, Kentucky. We sure. moved out of Lebanon, which was like very tiny little town. You were originally from Lebanon, Kentucky. Lebanon, Kentucky was where I was raised as a young young kid. And how many jug bands were you a part of? Uh, three that I know of. <laughs> Wait, why would you? Why wouldn't you know of a jug band? You Sometimes were a part of? they just happen. <laughs> when you're out there in Kentucky, sometimes they just occur. Sure. You don't want to be part of it. It just happens around you. No, but for real, Lebanon, Kentucky is where you're from. Lebanon. How long are you there? Till, we how? discussed this before. Lebanon. Lebanon. Yeah, you don't. It's spelled like Lebanon. Right. But when I told people I was from Lebanon, yeah, they'd be like, or I'd say I'm from Lebanon, and they'd be like, Lebanon, like. No. <laughs> oh, so it's spelled kid, exactly it's the spelled same. Exactly the same. But, but it's from their correction to say yeah, Lebanon. Lebanon, just like Versailles. <laughs> you know Versailles, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, Versailles. yeah. Right. Yeah. No telling what kind of hooch is in the jug ready. Just put it in there. <laughs> no, no, you never know. This is probably it's probably not truly ironic, but I believe it's an irony of you, which is that you are from Kentucky and you do not like bourbon at all. I don't like alcohol really. Yeah, you just never really drinker. got into it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Not my thing. Um, 
But, like, when you talk to people from Kentucky, like, bourbon is incorporated drastically into every, like, holiday dish. Yes. Every, like, you know, every I have course. Eaten, I have eaten a bourbon ball. Bourbon ball. You can't live in Kentucky and not eat a bourbon ball. Like, eggnog. The recipe for eggnog in Kentucky is, like, 90% bourbon. Mostly bourbon. And then, like, you know, and something else. Put a little, and then, Cinnamon, like, I think. Go to store, buy a crate of eggnog, <laughs> yeah. pour in cup. Pour rest of bourbon in cup. <laughs> eggnog. Holiday eggnog. <laughs> but yeah. you don't like any of that? No. Never have? Nope. Is it, cause, is it like having parents who smoke cigarettes? Like you tend to not have kids who smoke cigarettes? Like is it because you're surrounded by adults who dug bourbon that you don't like bourbon? No, they didn't really. That's the thing. Like I can remember as a wee child living yeah. in Lebanon, uh, I can remember my dad going Spelled out. Lebanon, yes, just Lebanon. Going out mowing the lawn. That's from Muslim hatred, right? right. That's straight yeah, Muslim hatred. That's totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no other reason for it. Uh, <laughs> we. <laughs> Uh, he would be mowing the lawn. Yeah. I can remember just walking behind the mower, like yeah. as though you know, he's making that fun little path. I don't know if kids do that anymore. Yeah. We had a big lawn; it was ridiculous. But anyway, I can remember going and getting him beers, right during his lawn mowing sessions. Like, yeah. hey, go get me a beer, and so I go get him a beer. At some point, when I was about nine, he and my mother were out to dinner, and. He had a terrible allergic reaction to the beer that he was drinking to the point where he had to go to the hospital and almost died asphyxiated because – Oh, uh, his throat closed up? His throat closed up, right. Okay. So after that, he stopped drinking. So it was never in the house. It was never a thing. So it didn't become a temptation thing for me. Oh, okay. The kids I hung out with in high school just didn't really drink. They were all – None of their Dungeons & Dragons characters drank? Nope. <laughs> Yeah. We just played video games, man. Yeah, video oh, games video and D and D. It's more more video games. You were a big Dungeons and Dragons kid, right? Uh, not or was that as, when you got older. I, I you are I, now. I'm more. Well, I play. I played my share of RPGs back in the day, but we played weird ones. We played Ghostbusters. We played Rocky and Bullwinkle. We played Marvel Universe uh, role playing a lot. Yeah. Oh man, this is I, this it, is a rabbit hole. I got it. Oh, gonna, dude, I we, might got, step we, over got, this. we got we got we got <laughs> discussions for days. No, 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 we won't talk about that. But, I just, I, but I'm going to finish up just real quick on the on the. the I will just come across the table and take your lunch money if we start talking about. <laughs> All, your old kid you wouldn't be the first, and my old kid instincts would would kick in, right? and I would take your lunch money. Well, I'd be running and hiding already. <laughs> you wouldn't see me because because I ate my lunch in the chorus room. Okay, just t- tabling <laughs> already. Topic for another podcast has to be the Rocky and Bullwinkle RPG. I really it that, came with like hand puppets. It came with hand that'll... puppets. It was pretty dope. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Rich is suggesting we change our name to Matt Mattingly's Mom's Basement. <laughs> yep, basically still living there. I've created my own. Even though I have my own apartment, it's basically yeah. a mom's basement. Your apartment, if we can, I don't want to get into it. Let's don't get it. We got, we got, we got to save something for we another podcast. Something. I will say that, like you, like if the movie Big were real, I have many collections. You are, you I are living in like I the character Big. It is true. World. Yes, I still have that fourteen-year-old vibe. Yeah. yeah, that's the big. So if as this podcast goes on, Paul is all things nerd. If you have nerd questions, you want to get into it. You have a question for Paul. He can get into it all. And there will be places where my knowledge will be scant, but sure. I will but I I will have as non, much reference as I can. But not Star Wars. Oh, I you got, know a ton I got about Star Wars. Wars down. Yeah. I know nothing about Star Wars. Yeah. In fact, I rewatched it and you hate this that I think they're terrible movies. That's fine. <laughs> we all have things that we're terribly wrong about. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. You could probably say that, you, you could say that if you want to cut me deep, you could say that about the Nebraska album. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't even know what you are talking about. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is basically, this podcast is basically like jock versus nerd. That's that's going to be part of it, yes. That's definitely part of it. We're going to try and instruct each other on each other's worlds. Because you don't like sports. Not in the least. And you don't like Springsteen. No, thank you. And I know nothing about Star Wars or Mm -hmm. Star Trek. You're also a big Star Trek guy. Bigger Star Trek guy, believe it or not. Bigger Star Trek. As biggest fan of of Star Wars as I am, I lived Star Trek. That's a whole other thing. Your car is a stormtrooper. My car is a stormtrooper, but I'm a bigger Star Trek nerd yeah just because it was so, such an integral part of my life yeah once we get a once we get some kind of website up or something we've just hopped into this you yeah. know jumped in the pool so we don't even know where this is going no but dipping a toe. we gotta get a picture you have a car that is a stormtrooper i do with a license plate that says stormtrooper yes and i have pictures of me as a klingon yeah because i was a klingon yeah you were in the star trek experience here in town yes i was a professional klingon for nearly 10 years <laughs> ready, <laughs> ready, <laughs> ready read your license plate and thought it was for strom Thurmond. yes uh, easy mistake easy mistake i get that all the time well both used to be incredibly racist well and, and strom and i your go car back. right <laughs> 
Strom, no, he wasn't a Kentucky guy, was he? Strom? No, 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 I don't think so. No, I don't. Where was it? Was he Ohio though? He was close, wasn't he? He was, I don't, he was, he was around there. He hated enough black people for right, and yet the had had the illegitimate black child, right? Yeah, he yeah. had a, he had a black classic. child. Classic, classic, classy guy. So Thomas Jefferson, right? Just so Thomas. <laughs> He's Jefferson. just holding up the old traditions. <laughs> Can't wrong that guy. And he had he had the Jerk. longest the record for the longest filibuster, I yeah. think. Yeah. This is Trump Thurmond? Yeah, for a while. Yeah. And then now we're exhausted, right? He was old and he died. He was the longest serving congressman. He has passed now. Yeah, he's he's right. all kinds like, of dead. Like minutes after he retired, right? Right. One of those things where it's like only thing keeping him alive is the job. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. As soon as he handed his keys. Oh, I don't have to get up this morning? Yep. I'm not ever getting up again. <laughs> Good <Me>. night, life. <laughs> Since he turned in his congressman badge. Yeah. <laughs> well, here you are. I guess this. Oh, <laughs> you ever need any help legislating? No, Strom, we got it. If I can come by and I can type a few, we don't even type anymore, Strom. It's all in computers. Well, and... I'd be happy to help any way I can. <laughs> any way I can. If, I if could... there's a job to have for a long period of time where like your world won't like shake up, it's got to be congressman. Dude, it's sick. It's sick. Yeah, oh. right. Not not even the world won't shake up. You just keep making more money every year, right. getting more prestige every year. Yeah. Like at the point, I mean, he wasn't he carried into the the Senate on a on a bed of pillows every every time, right? I don't know. What I'm saying is like if you worked at UPS for like 70 years, you would see <laughs> if you worked at UPS for 70 Is UPS years. even old enough to be 70 no, years old? No, not close, but but if you worked at UPS for 70 years, go ahead. What would what would happen? <laughs> How old is UPS? <laughs> 30? Oh, is it really that? No, no. It's got to be. UPS was around in the 70s, wasn't it? Uh, that's I don't know. I feel like I, I, don't have, know I have memories of a child signing for UPS packages. <laughs> Wait a minute. You were a kid signing for UPS packages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, How, just a, an infant? I would, I this would, is, this I is would like... get a time machine, order something on Amazon, <laughs> go back in time, wait for it to come. No, I don't know. I just remember answering On one of those door. digital scanners? I was... I was right, right, one I was, of those I, digital sa- yeah. sign pads? Are you remembering that? If you're remembering a digital sign pad, I can promise you it wasn't... No, the, I like, remember the carbon paper okay, with the yellow slip. There we go. All right. And you and you signed it. And, and you're absolutely right. I was raised by a single dad with, with four boys, so... Uh, uh, you signed. You signed for. Uh, uh, my dad didn't teach me not to open the door. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> my dad didn't say just don't open the it. door for strangers. I just went for it. So, uh, Reddy Rich has informed us that yeah. uh, the company has been around since 1907. So eat a dick, Paul. I, I, <laughs> so Strom Thurmond could have worked at UPS. Is you what know I'm what? Saying. He probably did. <laughs> he probably he probably slept with a black girl in the office right there. <laughs> what can Brown do for Strom? <laughs> <laughs> what can't Brown do for Strom, apparently? And what I'm saying is, right, if you started, you started with the carbon paper, you started with the big big trucks or whatever, yeah. and you would have seen a lot of innovation and change. You would have seen a lot of evolution um, in technology yeah. and dealing with the population and the needs of packaging. You would have seen a whole bunch of different things. But in Congress? You would have seen the inception of the zip code. Yeah. Uh, Strom Thurmond maybe would have noticed typewriter to computer. <laughs> yeah, maybe that because 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 he's so insulated. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, if there's a job to have where you don't have to worry about the world changing too much, it's Congress. Uh, true enough. I got to go in that room, talk some bullshit to some guys, take people out for coffee. Yeah, shake some hands, wring some wrists. Yep. Yep. Get people to say yes and no to stuff. Take the shine off my scalp for C-SPAN. And right. That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Done. So that's so yeah. What we you know I uh <laughs> yeah see sixty three was when zip codes uh got uh oh in, he would have seen instituted he, he would have seen the inception seen... of the zip code yeah I wonder now like because like I'm just thinking about <laughs> congressmen and how difficult they are I would have been I wonder if now if they tried to propose the zip code how much there would be a fight to not have a zip code. Like, oh, yeah. We don't need a zip code. My postman knows where I am. Well, it'd just be Texas going, our zip code is going to be one. <laughs> and we don't care what you, That's it. Zip code is one. Yeah, Texas, is Texas one. zip code is one. You can deliver everything as everywhere else. Yep. Y'all, y'all don't fight over mother numbers. We just want one. Keep it easy. Wait, so Lebanon, Kentucky, population, Lebanon. I yeah, Lebanon, right I'm going to say it was around 
thirteen hundred tops. Thirteen hundred tops, and so you, if that, I think. How old were you before you moved from there? Like nine. Nine. Okay, nine so or ten. you have memories, but not necessarily like a scope. But you just have memories. I have of a lot that. of memories of that of, of yeah. living there. Yeah, and we were in the we were in the sticks. We were outside. We were fifteen minutes away from Lebanon proper. Oh, so you so were, we were in the in sticks the of the sticks. Dude. Yeah, man, we were. Yeah, you you crossed my road. You right. went. You were in the woods. Like mm-hmm. the straight up, you could get. Oh, killed you had no woods. neighbors. We had neighbors, but they were miles apart. Like a like a, a literal country mile down the road was one guy. Half a mile up on a giant hill next to us was another guy, and that was about it. Yeah, I really I'm picturing like the movie Forrest Gump right now. It was the, there. You go. That's not that's not far off as far yeah. as like his. I'm picturing like Jenny's Jenny's shack yep, house. Jenny's now it was nice houses. They were you know they were they were yeah you know ranch style little homes, but they were very far apart from each other. That was where I just got my imagination just went bananas because I just had this huge empty space. And you had, like, no, like, kids in the neighborhood. One kid that lived up the street. And did you get along had, or did not get along? We got along. He was crazy. Oh, His okay. name was D.L. He had the craziest. Uh, his name was D.L.? D.L. I love that. There's no, I grew up in Jersey, no D.L.'s. Right. So That's a name, very southern yeah, thing he, to me. He, he was D.L., and DL had uh, what do you call it? Uh, a stu- stu- stutter, stutter. He, he, <laughs> take him a day to say anything. Poor little guy. <laughs> and he was about two years older than. Fuck it, DL. I'm gonna go play by myself. Yeah. <laughs> be like, be when like, you can, finish your sentence, let me know. Can I? 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 And I'm not. I'm not mocking the guy. This is how he this sounded. This is how he sounded. Yeah, you know, this, this young kid. Anyway, he had to been you know twelve. Yeah. And. Uh, he had a tiny little motorcycle. Sure. And I can remember us uh, catching a frog, and I remember DL throwing the frog up in the air, and it hitting the the street, and then he ran over it with his motorcycle about forty times. He had a motorcycle. Yeah. DL. DL had a motorcycle. How old was he on this like motorcycle? 13. <laughs> 13 yeah, a motorcycle. Thirteen riding a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't one of those mini motorcycles, but it was a small motorcycle. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it was a legit motorcycle. I. It was a gas-powered machine. Gas-powered machine. It could go like 50 it miles an stuff hour. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, and you know what he was wearing while he was riding his motorcycle? Jean shorts. Jean shorts. That's it. And that's it. Barefoot? No shoes. No shirt. Oh my gosh. Now, I mean, these guys. These this this was the 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 crew that lived on the hill, right? And they were straight up <laughs> Appalachian. I feel like I'm just listening to a Tennessee Williams. It was play interesting. Right now. I, I can recall it. some really weird things going on up at that place. We go up there and like they had they had they raised rabbits. Yeah, they straight up you know raised and, and ate and killed rabbits and all that kind of thing. And so like underneath their rabbit pens were like dead rabbits. I've tried rabbit, but like as like a, a joke slash delicacy, like a, a proper a chef. joke delicacy. No, that like, it like hey, wouldn't it be funny? If, wouldn't it be what? funny if I made everyone rabbit? And yes, <laughs> and then it's delicious. And then you're like, oh man. And uh, I should eat more what rabbit, a fool. but like I should eat you, more you rabbit. ate. <laughs> I didn't eat it. No, no, I didn't eat it. I wouldn't have eaten anything from that house. <laughs> oh my god, that place was scary. It was scary. It was like Manson family vibe. It was not. It was not a healthy environment. <laughs> you would have gotten there, my, my first pornographic magazine. I saw there. I encountered yeah. there as like uh, like an eight year old. They were trying to grease you up. You no, 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 to, no. You gang no, it wasn't that situation. It was just like it was just an unkempt house. Yeah. Very dirty. You never thought you were gonna get. Ripped. No. Okay. I never felt like I was in danger there. Yeah. They were just they were just slovenly. It felt bad for them. Hill people. And yeah. you moved, did you move when you moved at nine to somewhere else? Did you keep in touch with DL? Uh, I think we sent letters back and forth once, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to send letters, right? Remember yeah. zip code. Yeah. <laughs> John uh, Thurman would deliver yeah. <laughs> your letters maybe once, but it, you know, and that letter took forever to read. Come on, DL. Come on, man. <laughs> shit to do. No. Uh, <laughs> Stuttering while he writes. Yeah. I, 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 just, I. Just, just the amount of ellipses alone. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Just get it out, dude. Get it out. And you moved to where? We moved to Richmond. Richmond. Which is uh, 20 miles south of Lexington. Okay. So... So now you're in you're in some real society. Yes. I'm in a college town, yeah. Eastern Kentucky University. Even though it's almost centrally located to the state, they got EKU, right? Yeah. The fighting colonels. <clears throat> the fighting colonels. Yep, we're the colonels. And uh, so it was nice. And it was a little, uh, you know, Lexington. So were you the bumpkin of your class? Probably for a minute. Yeah. But it wasn't ever that bad 
mom and dad never let us get all totally although I say that as an outsider. I have audio recordings of me as a child making like little plays on yeah. tape. Yeah. And I sound like this. I ain't kidding you. This is exactly how I sound. This strong of an accent. Like you can this this the story Where I, are these tapes? Dude. Okay, this Where is a story. I got to find it because I made this story. My dad okay. had an Atari 800, yeah. right? And he had a program that let it play sound effects. Yeah. Okay. So I used these sound effects to make a little radio play. And the stars of my radio play are Mr. T and Lee Majors. <laughs> so that's what this is I mean, I'm, I'm literally starting a file right As now on my computer of stuff to bring up with you. Okay. I need... <laughs> I yeah. need those tapes. We need to find that I need tape. those tapes. Yeah. And if you can play those tapes, we can talk about that. It'll for, blow your mind. For decades. And so so I did sound like a total hillbilly. Yeah. So There's no two ways about that. I'm going to make a note for Paul's hillbilly tapes. I didn't sound ignorant, but I had a very strong, very strong accent, which still comes out from time to time. It comes out a little bit right now. I was going to say you don't really talk with it, and then t- these memories have, have yeah. brought back if a little bit. If I start talking it. about it, it, it starts. It's like my friend it. Rebecca, if we bring up Staten Island, she right. goes into that in uh-huh. like two seconds. If I start talking about, if I start talking to my parents on the phone, it's. Oh, it goes right there. <laughs> you guys just talking banjo start, notes. To yeah, each we other? start banjo notes. Yeah. <laughs> we learned that after communicating with DL, it was quicker. He could he could use music without the stutters. <laughs> okay, DL, we'll see you tomorrow night. In fact, dueling banjos is just a conversation, right? It's a conversation between terrible stutters. That's what people don't realize, the history of that. Those two guys... How's it going? I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. Well, I'll be fine tomorrow night. Do you want to come back for dinner? Okay. Yes. And I have to I have to get into the rules of Rocky and Bullwinkle RPG. <laughs> There are no rules. That's why I'm such a terrible <laughs> RPG player. People don't like playing with me because I like to break the rules. I got some fun RPG stories that we'll share. Oh, later. man. You and love those. my buddy Ryan are, are big RPG guys. And then uh-huh. I was going to Minneapolis, and I was being asked to sit in with a group that was doing a Dungeons & Dragons uh, live show. Live improv show. Mm-hmm. The Bearded Men were doing it. The Bearded awesome. Men from... from uh, Minneapolis, originally from Fargo, Very North talented Dakota. gentlemen. Great guys, great guys. And I called you and I called Ryan and saying, listen, I'm going to hop in with this Dungeons & Dragons improv show, and I don't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons. And both of you guys, like, your head exploded. Like, you couldn't give me any advice. Like, like I gave you, like, two lines, you gave me but there's two not lines. a whole lot to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and going in. My buddy Ryan was like, oh, give me all the rules. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he needed to know, like, everything. Like, <laughs> he wanted me to be are like. You, are you playing Revision 4? <laughs> what? Is this the news crap? Are you, giving are you going to th- classic are you going to roll for Thacko, or do you start off with a regular one? That's the only term I know, by the way, is Thacko. That's the only well, one Thacko's I Thacko is a comedy, a comedy gold word. It's got yeah, those yeah. K's and T sounds. I just know that Thacko. if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, you say Thacko, and it gets a laugh. That's all I know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, so I, 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 it turns out I didn't know shit. It was a really right. easy show to do. They got really you fun. right through. I'm yeah, sure yeah, it, was, it was super. What fun. was your character? I uh, there was two main characters who stayed the same character the whole time. I ended up playing a, a couple of characters. Oh, I ended up being like uh, uh, I. By the way, describing improv is always like the dumbest right. thing. Were you like a bartender and stuff like that? Is that yeah, what happened? Yeah. Like, 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 like I, a, I was a, a guy I, in the in the guild. Or? Yeah, I was a really bad pirate. I can see that. And then I was like some kind of like a uh, henchman for the queen, like a, like a, uh, not henchman, uh, like a, uh, a toady. No, like a hunchback. I was like a hunchback. Uh, assistant wait, you got henchman the... and hunchback confused. Yeah. Yeah. Not a henchman. A what's a, hun- what's like so, a henchman? Syllabically. I was really close. <laughs> so you were a hunchback for the queen. Oh, let me, let me play it up. Yeah. I was a hunchback. I know it in banjo, but I don't know it in English. <laughs> this is how Steve Martin gets all of his information across. <laughs> yeah, Steve Martin's been lecturing people for years, and years. no one knows. No it. one realizes. Just right now, there's, there's a town of Kentucky that just like believes in yep. Steve Martin. That man is a genius. <laughs> um, that is a genius idea. If you're communicating code through music to mm-hmm. people, but they thought you're just playing a melody, mm-hmm. it's not. Well, it's not I mean, it's, it's not, clever. It's nothing new. Genius is a strong one. Close Encounters, man. There it was. Yeah. Do, 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 do. What are you talking about? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. No, I know that. Oh, boy. Have you seen it? Yeah. Really? Not recently. 
I can tell you what. Well, did, well, you know, the key, the, one of the key elements of the thing is communication <laughs> through music with the alien spacecraft because we don't know their language, but uh, they're able to communicate through these uh, sequence of, of of selective notes. It's da 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 da. Okay, I'm all caught up now. Do you remember that? No. And then and then and they they, they keep sending that out, yeah. and then the 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 ship responds. They're like they go da da da, and the ship's like bah, bah, and it, Oh, like, I do remember. Everybody. See, that. yeah, see, that's the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blows everybody out. And they're like, oh my god, they're talking to us, and then it starts going. Like crazy, like, hey, you want to come over to dinner? How is it? How you guys doing? And then we have the best tea party ever between aliens and human civilization. Because Richard Dreyfus was there. Oh, Reddy says, now we got to buy the rights. I think I was off off key enough. It was a sound alike. It was a sound alike. It was a sound alike. Um, speaking of Kentucky, there's there's a couple of articles I looked about uh, that caught my eye on the Huffington Post. Oh, Lord. One, one is the kind of bullshit I like, and one is the kind of bullshit I don't like. Okay. Okay. But both articles mean that you and I aren't trying hard enough to make a living. Okay. Because if these people are making a living. Right. Then What's going on? What, what, are, what, we, are, we what are we doing? What are we doing? One is the weirdest thing you never knew about your home state. Okay. So do you want to go to your state first? Give it to me. I'm, I'm going to bet. That you actually do know this fact. Give me a hint. Uh, well, it's, it's in Kentucky. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Now, now the wheels are turning. Um, and it's uh, I will, oh yeah, I'll give you a hint. Uh, it's, it, it involves bourbon. Bourbon is just whiskey made in Kentucky, just like sparkling wine is champagne made in a certain area of France. That's really good talk. I mean, as someone who's a bartender, I like that talk. Because a lot of people always ask me those, don't know that. those questions. Right. They don't know that. Yeah. That is not the fact that was on this article. Is it because the barrels are burned? Oh, that's another thing people don't realize. Yeah, the brown booze the is brown just because of barrels. Yeah, they burn the barrels they and burn let the, that yeah. ash get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that all, all booze is... Uh, is uh is clear but so the kentucky fun fact is uh uh there are more barrels of bourbon than there are people in kentucky really yes now that i did not know according to the kentucky distillers association there are 4.7 million barrels of bourbon aging within the state compared to 4.3 million people aging within the state kentucky also maintains there's also the world's leading producer of bourbon producing 95 percent of its supply of course they are that the, the end sure. of that fact bothers me. They're they're producing 100 percent of the bourbon, aren't they? Well, technically, <laughs> yeah, technically. Reddy wants to know how many barrels of people. I'll tell you. Now, Reddy, I got to tell you, I'm from Jersey, and there are more barrels of people in right, Jersey right. than there are barrels of people in Kentucky. We I don't know about barrels of people, yeah. but just outside of Richmond, between yeah. Richmond and Berea, yeah. Another, if you guys get to Berea, guys, see Berea, Kentucky, before you die. Um, there are these hills, okay. These mounds throughout these fields, right? Okay. And there's cows all through these fields, and these mounds are actually storage facilities for ancient and expiring chemical weapons. And the reason they have these cows in the fields is they're basically the canaries in the coal mine. Oh, my gosh. So if something starts to go south and cows start dropping, that's when you know, (laughs) hey, hey, time to lock it down. Or if there's a boom and a cow leg lands on your front doorstep, you know, (laughs) something went wrong. These aren't explosive. Oh, okay. They're just, it's like barrels and barrels of old mustard gas and stuff. My God, that is terrifying. It is terrifying, but it's that that is a that is it's funny moving out here to Vegas. Yeah, like that. It's that stuff is one of the key kinds of things, and those in particular those those waste storage facilities are the ones that want to go get sent out to Yucca. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because whole... I say, yeah, the big controversy here in Nevada is that we want, want the to... Yucca. Is it Yucca? Yucca? Y- yucca. Hole in the mountain. Hole in the mountain. To, to, full, of, to, full of terrible things. Yeah. And, and and a lot of people are like, no. Yeah. And then all the and then all the other states between, like if we were to take that stuff from Kentucky to here, yeah. all the other states that that stuff would have to pass through are like, no. Right. That's the bigger problem, the right? The bigger problem is transportation. Because people in Nevada know that all we have is space. Like right. There's literally like three cities and mm-hmm. then like a house Void. here or there. Mm-hmm. And a bit of irradiated desert. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, when you drive around Nevada, it's always just like, you're either in Carson City, Reno, or Vegas, 
or there's a prison and a brothel right and four families mm-hmm. and that's it and that, that's, that's it. a town in in Nevada yeah well that's all you need yeah <laughs> and and <laughs> that's like, yeah, that maybe a grocery store and a gas station, and, <laughs> and a guy with you're banjo, all, and you're set. You're all set. You're all set. And I was going to say is that you know these these houses all have little DLs in them riding around their motorcycles. <laughs> but bourbon. Here's the thing. So I'm bothered by the last sentence of this because bourbon is specific made to, in Bourbon County, right, Kentucky, right. and it also has to have fifty uh, percent like. Corn mash or something like that. Yes, because all the mashes that you make booze out of, of grain. there must be a certain amount of yep. corn mash, which like bourbon comes off a little sweeter than uh-huh. say other things, and that's why Jack Daniels is not a bourbon; it's a sour mash whiskey because it's made outside of Bourbon County, but it is uh, made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where the fuck is this five percent of bourbon coming from? I don't know. Where is it? Is it like sanctioned? Must be. Yeah, there's probably some other state. Or maybe it's another country that's yeah. uh, bought the rights. Bought the rights to say they make bourbon? Mm-hmm. All right. If you guys know, anyone listening to this, which we don't know if anyone's ever going to listen to this, but if you are listening to this, let us know let if you find out where the 5% of that bourbon, question. bourbon comes Our from. burning because, yeah, bourbon question. Scotch is just whiskey made in Scotland. Bourbon is just whiskey made in uh, Bourbon County. And champagne is just champagne. Yeah. All brown booze is whiskey. Right. All right. There, that's that's our fun fact for the day. What is your fun fact? Oh, for New Jersey, I wasn't surprised by this either. But you were surprised by yours, so I was I wrong. am. I am surprised there's that many I am wrong barrels. on the state test. Um, in New Jersey, that begins with an N, right? This is a New Jersey? Order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, New Jersey, Napoleon's penis allegedly resides in the state. <laughs> that is the fun fact. Alleged, but that's not a fact. That's an allegation. That's not yeah, yeah. a fun fact. That's a that's a myth. Fun fact: there might be gold in them there right, hills. Exactly. <laughs> What's that? Here's your fun fact of the day. Yeah, the aliens could be real. <laughs> what do you? What? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so uh, Professor John Latimer uh, kept what is allegedly Napoleon's <laughs> penis in his Englewood bedroom until his death in two, 2013. Does Napoleon know about this? Were, <laughs> Napoleon's just been his mummy <laughs> searching his for the totem that is his own around. penis. <laughs> Dude, we've got, that's, a, that's a movie right that there. That is a movie right there, yeah. Napoleon's mummy attacks New Jersey <laughs> in a to search get his for penis his penis. Back. And we don't know the penis. The penis is the big reveal. It's like Marcellus Wallace's soul from uh, Pulp Fiction. We just don't, we just, this is a, this is a glowing box. I mean, that's my favorite, I mean, of my favorite, like, uh, uh, lore of monsters, and the one that doesn't get used enough, Mummy is one of my favorites. I went mummy crazy uh, yeah. this week. I just think, I, I started watching some YouTube clips of the old Mummies Alive show, and it made me laugh. Years, really ag- terrible yeah, years ago, we pitched a, a cartoon to, to uh, Cartoon Network. Um, mummies? Through, yeah, with Flickr Lab back in New York, and no, it was just about kids. It was based on us, and we were just wise-ass episodes of, of kids living in a house when we were kids living in a house. Gotcha. And uh, we just wanted our town to be, like, this epicenter of, like, all this crap. And our pilot episode was about mummies. Like, we just love the idea that it's a zombie that needs one thing to rest. Like, yeah. it comes back from the dead, but it's just looking for one thing, and it'll mm-hmm. go anywhere. It'll just walk Anywhere, through mm-hmm. water, through whatever, yep. just to get this thing, and then it gets it back, and then it goes to sleep. Right. <laughs> like, I think that's so great. It's slow as hell. Yeah, it's just a Stupid slow, looking, relentless, dumbest-looking dumb thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, scary. The least scary of all the classic monsters. And, like, you can stop him through a variety of ways, but one of them is just give him what he wants. Like, right. one is, like, just give it. Just here. Like, Here's, there's no other thing of, like, vampires or Frankenstein. You can't be like, here you go. And yeah, it's like, a oh, lot of work with those I'm, guys. I'm back. But with, um, the, with the mummy, it's just like, here's your ring. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, boy. How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> reporters were allowed to film his penis after Latimer's death and found that Napoleon's complex... Wait, reporters were allowed to film his penis? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. There's a link. It's a hyperlink. Should I click on it? Yeah, of course. Oh, God. Virus detected. Virus. <laughs> well, p- the police are you on their way. You have been infected with Napoleon's penis virus. <laughs> now, now just a bunch of webcam ads are <laughs> popping up on my computer. Uh, oh, now it's a clip. I don't want to play a whole fucking clip just to get to the penis. Just show me a picture of the penis or don't. Napoleon's dot com is what I'm at. <laughs> I don't want to jump through a bunch of hurdles. Is that why his hand's in his vest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's jacking, he's grabbing it. He's jacking it. He's jacking it right there in the vest. That's how long he was. Oh, my God. He was as long as he was tall. <laughs> he is truly a bone apart. <laughs>
<laughs> it's as long as he was tall. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was like a, it was just a... I can't think. It's just the letter T. He was walking around. The Ladies thought he had T. a walking cane. It was not the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Um, I don't know. That's it. So that's the fun fact. Name another state if you want another fact. Nope. Okay, great. So here's the thing. <laughs> now, there's a, there's another article that came out on Huffington Post that I thought was total bullshit. And uh, it was 10 reasons, which I hate all the articles, like 10 reasons, seven weird facts, you know, like oh, all the yes, stuff that yeah. make you click on things. Yep. Like the most people went to Slate was because of that John Travolta namer thing. I'm really silly. So they didn't have a news article, but if you wanted to make some machine tell you a goofy name name of your... Marfala Ten reasons why handheld devices should be banned from children under the age of 12. I've heard this argument starting to gain some traction. And it annoys the fucking shit out of me. Me too. It really is so annoying. It just feels like... uh, We'll we'll just go through each Blooditism. Rapid brain growth. Is one of the arguments. <laughs> oh, the brains will grow too fast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Early excuse brain me. development is determined by environmental stimuli or lack thereof. Simulation developing brain caused by overexposure technology, cell phones, internet, iPads, TV, has been shown to be associated with, has been shown to be associated with uh, executive functioning and attention deficit cognitive delays, impaired learning, uh, increased impulsivity, and decreased ability to self-regulate, i.e. tantrums. These are things... That were leveled against books. Yeah. Anytime a new technology comes along, it's yeah. like, it's ruining your head, it's twisting your brain, it's destroying your life, you're going to wither away and die, just like masturbating too much. Yeah. Any new technology, what a bunch of joke. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Delayed development. Technology uses restrictions, uh, which can result in delayed development. One in three children now enter school developmentally delayed, negatively <laughs> impacting their literacy uh, and academic achievement. And yet, they, they're going to they're going to claim they're developmentally delayed, but they are masters of the iPad. They know how to use a computer and connective technology. Like, I mean, the thing is, like, I don't think there's going to be a point. Like, I don't think my kid's going to buy books, right? No. Like, my kid's six Very months doubtful. old. In high school, he won't be lugging books in a book bag, right? One would hope. Well, again, how much influence does that Unless textbook lobby have still? Oh, I guess right. right? That's now you're getting somewhere. Now I'm. That's what gonna, it is. We're gonna fight bullshit with bullshit. I'm gonna say this is a textbook conspiracy. It is. That's it's probably true. Some of it. I mean, not yeah. all. I'm not sure they're not all to blame. Now it gets a slippery slope. Epidemic obesity. TV and video game use oh, correlates boy. with increased obesity, which has been proven that it does not actually. Actually, right. Yeah. See, uh, uh, children who are allowed uh, a device in their bedrooms have a 30 percent increased uh, incidence of obesity. One in four Canadian. <laughs> One in three U.S. children are obese. Uh, I mean, it's just not. It's just not true. It's not true. No, you can't gain calories from video games and iPads. As a matter of fact, the, an article just came out talking about how childhood obesity is on the decline. That we did. It was a problem. We yeah. tackled it really. We're well. going across it. Yeah, we're fixing it a little bit. And it wasn't the solution. Was uh, everyone throw your game gaming consoles out the window? No, that's not how. Dance it was Dance Revolution saved a lot of fatties. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually lost like twenty pounds one time doing DDR. Uh, that was your the big dance. It started dance me. It started me. Uh, okay, and then I and then I went from there to actually getting in the gym and got down to like two hundred and five, and that was a lifetime ago. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but last it, time I was two hundred and five, I think it was like hmm, junior year high zip school. Zip codes still weren't around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, Sean uh, yeah. yeah, uh, Thurman was banging some <laughs> black chick at UPS. <laughs> <laughs> Three-day guaranteed delivery, right? <laughs> uh, uh. Three-minute guaranteed delivery. <laughs> yeah, shut up and abort this job. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do it in my state. Take <laughs> <laughs> so it out of state. <laughs> Sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation is another reason. I can't go to sleep without the television on. Now, here's the thing. It says sleep deprivation. 60% of parents do not supervise their child's usage. Okay, so that first sentence. That tells you everything you need to know. That's nothing to do it's with. Nothing to do with the technology. Yeah. It, you, could, you could say guns instead yeah. of instead of iPads at this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, guns. 60% of parents don't supervise their child's technology. <laughs> How old were you first shot a gun? Oh, uh, probably like nine. Nine. Yeah. You shot a gun at nine years old. Probably nine or ten, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't own a gun now. I don't, but my dad had some, uh, you know, twenty two rifles. And right. And this goes back to Lebanon. Yeah. And he taught my brother and I, 
good gun safety. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's some real cultural stuff right there. Yeah, but we were out there, you know, we could do it. And then uh, I can remember going on trips with my cousins. My cousin was nuts. And and then, uh, like, another guy, he had a 45. Uh, this this friend of the family had a straight up, you know, yeah. dirty, hairy. Yeah. And I shot that at, like, 12. And the recoil was, like, insane. You know, of course. Like, oh, I almost hit your own damn head. Right, yeah. right. You almost bash your old face in, right? Yeah. But um, you learn respect. <laughs> you learn respect for those things. I mean, you, yeah. and for me, I was just, like, the... The mystery was gone, the romance, so I never had any desire to, like, go and find a gun and fiddle with it. Okay. I was 33 the first time I shot a gun. Wow. <laughs> that is what growing up in sure. northern New Jersey mm-hmm. means. No one had no one had guns. No. Like, no one even went hunting. Like, that was not an activity. I didn't understand any of that. I Did really you thought... have kids have gun accidents in the home? No. See, we had that. Oh, okay. Like, that was a that was a, a annual thing. Some, Some kid, kid would just end up shooting your, himself. Within your subdivision, even. Yeah. Shot himself or another friend. Okay. By messing with a gun. Because there was a, it was prolific. Oh, Guns man. are out there. Gun rights people do not want to hear you tell that. I'm just that saying, story. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just saying that's what. Yeah, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Those Guns are stories. out there. They happen. No. Car accidents and drunk driving and those kinds of things were the big stories. Sure. We right. had that, too. Yeah, there's no no gun fatalities. No, none of that. Yeah. Cops and gangs. That's who had guns. Interesting. In Jersey. Mm-hmm. At least in my in my suburban snow right. globe. Right, right, right. That's what happened. You see, my suburban snow globes. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Ready, chiming in to say the kids that shot themselves are just dumb hicks anyway. Yeah, it's not. So. No, no loss. It's a Kentucky. A lot of, a lot of banjos got shot. A lot of banjos. Oh, no. Shut, well, shut up a banjo. banjo. Yeah, he's, he, he kept trying to say it's loaded with banjo, but the guy didn't speak good banjo. I tell you, if there's an argument for secret intelligence of the South, then that, it's that the banjo is really hard to play. It's a sick, it sick is. instrument to figure out right? how to play. Really? If you're playing guitar and you're snobbing a banjo, you're making a big mistake. Absolutely. I've never had any desire to play the banjo, and uh, but I do I do enjoy the occasional bluegrass tune. Oh, so you got it in you. You got it Dude, in you. You think it'll increase as you get older? Oh, I hope not. Even my dad. It was like Jersey City, you know. Yeah. Like, if, if you look at our family tree, like, it just goes from one part of New Jersey to another part of New Jersey for, <laughs> like, hundreds of years. Yeah. And, like, if you look up the word Donnelly in the Jersey City telephone book, it's, like, half the buck. Right. So, but yet, now he's old. He listens to Country and Western on the radio. And he likes he likes those stories. I don't know. I picked up that new Beck album. And I really enjoy it, and it is mellow. It is mellow. It is very mellow. <laughs> I only know because he was on SNL. He was the guest. He was the guest on uh, on SNL, and I was I could not get through it. And I'm not in the mood for mellow when it's, I'm trying to zip through an episode of SNL. Right? No, it, yeah. it would not, that would not translate well. <laughs> banjos are also fucking heavy. Yeah, that should be noted too. They're like if you were gonna make fun of a guy playing a banjo or a guitar, and you were both to get excited and duel. Yeah. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. The banjo will shatter that guitar and, as it travels to your skull. That's why when you're watching wrestling, yeah. you'll see people hit each other with guitars, but yeah. never with banjo. <laughs> you never see the old banjo yeah, come no. out. Are you a wrestling guy as oh, well? Oh, dude, yes. Now, in the 80s, I was a huge wrestling guy. <laughs> Me too. Okay, but you it, kept with it. it. I dropped out through the 90s. Okay. But I'm back. But you're back with like uh, CPAC. Little, What's that guy's name? <laughs> CM Punk. He, CM he Punk. just left. Uh, the last the last four years, I've been pretty <laughs> pretty strong with it. <laughs> Ready Rich is leaving. He's out of he's here. Out. He's done. Wrestling he's, he's done. Wrestling he's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. Uh, no, it's... it's uh, <laughs> he really did it, leave. Yeah. I just watched the, it the It makes the me laugh. It makes me laugh because it is so ludicrous. <laughs> We're going to wrap up soon, but now Ready left, so I don't know if yeah. we can do it. No, it's, um, a, it's such a... It's a preposterous sport in Endeavor, and it's so funny. But but uh, are you on the new online thing? <laughs> no, I did not subscribe. Okay, to I was curious if you were no. going to get on on that. I might. I okay. don't think so. Let's just finish up the bullshit article. Let's do it. You, t- I'll, I'll, I'll go through the things. You tell me if you want to hear their logic or not. Okay, go for so it. So we went through the top four already, which yes. was uh, this is rapid s- brain growth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Number one. Intelligence. Uh, delayed development. Uh, epidemic obesity. Sleep deprivation. Okay, so here we go. Mental illness. Again, books, man. It's yeah. the same things that were leveled at, at books. Like you're going to be a de- social degenerate and, a, and a, a drooling idiot if you spend all day reading books. Uh, aggression, which is oh boy, the dumbest. Oh man, 
If you haven't seen the bullshit episode on on video games, I have and violence. Yes, you got to look at it. And that's it an, is, that's a great one where they where they have the 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 young boy yeah. actually go and shoot the gun in real life and his reaction of yeah sure yeah yeah. The, the just, that's it. Even, you, it's a different th- man. That is so dumb. Oh boy. Uh, digital dementia. I'm sorry. <laughs> High speed media content can contribute to attention deficit as well as decrease concentration and memory due to the brain uh, pruning neuronal tracks to the frontal cortex. Isn't that the latest TLC album <laughs> called Digital Dementia? Yeah, Digital Dementia. Children who can't pay attention can't learn. Ugh. Addictions is the number eight. Oh. Yeah, this is so stupid. Uh, uh, radiation emission. This one's really dumb. Like they we've, disproved all of this stuff. I ta- I worked for a guy who used to be an Apple uh, engineer. Yeah, and he talked to me about the tests they had to do with every one of their products to figure out where they literally had to test radiation by like strapping a cell phone to like uh, you a know, rat. For a year, <laughs> no, they, they have like you know, like uh, those those um, gel babies? those gel oh, bodies, you know, like MythBusters. Myth oh, sure, yes. You know, like they have the now. Gel- oh, is it like MythBusters or is it more like Deadliest Warrior? Oh, I don't know. It might be like Deadliest Warrior because Deadliest Warrior they have a jelly body, but it has like jelly insides too. It oh, has okay. like a bone structure and jelly organs. Oh, it might be that like full on. Yeah, he said like basically like if you strapped. A cell, someone strapped a cell phone to your head and you talked for uh, like 40 hours straight because the radiation increases when you're talking on the telephone. Yes. That, that's the, the the test it has to pass in order to. What does it have to do or not do in that time? Uh, it just has to, it, it, if it shows that it not can explode. Create, no, no, no. Yeah. If it can create any <laughs> physical harm. Oh, okay. Like if, if, if you can. In 40 hours. Yeah. Okay. So like you, you can't, like uh, you, they, they don't let you. Release a telephone that will kill you. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Sure. At least not in 40 hours. His caveat was, his caveat in 40 hours, yeah, <laughs> 50 hours, the longest conversation. Uh-huh. I mean, your battery runs out. That's the whole deal. That's that's why that's why battery life is where it's at. Yeah, exactly. It's a safety measure. It's a, it's a conspiracy, man. <laughs> we just have tougher skulls. We can, listen to, we can have the better batteries, man. Um, no, his caveat was that Wi-Fi um, docks. That's what you got to watch out for. In order to, like, spring Wi-Fi, like, all over the place. Yeah. He said he wouldn't let his kid play, like, directly next to a Wi-Fi um, transmitter. But he said it's 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 unbelievably safe once you go past, like, a foot, like, inches away. It's oh. a very strong signal that dissipates very quickly. Okay. And so, like, your general, like, regular working Wi-Fi signal is fine. I have my Wi-Fi router right next to my computer. Yeah. I should probably... Well, as long as it's not next to your head. As long as you no. don't sleep next to your yeah, Wi-Fi. It doesn't, I don't sleep next to my yeah. Wi-Fi. No, I think your computer is fine. You're okay. you. I think you have to watch out for I'm still like a, I'm a couple, I'm like a foot away. Yeah. Not quite a foot away. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's the only one we got to watch out for. All right. That's that's a good that's a good one to know. Yeah. And the last one was just unsustainable. I don't even know what that means. All right. I'm not even going to do it. No. I just fucking hate it. That's ridiculous. That's terrible. So we, we if people can write these articles... Why, why aren't you and I journalists? That's what I want to know. There are no journalists anymore. Uh, yeah, that's true. Or like everyone's a journalist. The definition of journalism is kind of uh, muddy. There are bloggers for hire. Right. That's about it. Okay. There's a couple of diehard political reporters. Yeah. Matt Taibbi comes to mind. What? He's like one of the guys that's out there doing interesting Reporting. Who? Is that his name? Matt Taibbi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a couple others like that. What do you like about Matt Taibbi? I don't say I like him. I'm just saying he's one of those guys that's putting out interesting stuff. But you, but none that you can name? No. <laughs> okay. I know that he's, he. you know, it's that whole speak truth to power kind of yeah. thing. He's right. done some unpopular pieces. I'll sure. say that. Which I find brave. Okay. In this day and age. Sure. But you can't name him. What's the point? <laughs> well, what, what, he's done. He'd done some stock market stuff. Oh, okay. Some of the, some of the Wall Street fallout. Oh, okay. So that kind of that. stuff. Okay. But he's also done some war coverage and things like that too. Oh, so. okay, okay. So mm-hmm. I, now I understand at least what your areas are talking sort about. Sort of. Yeah. All right. I, I, I the news just terrifies and yeah shocks me. Okay. Well, we're not going to go out on that. This is a real sour note. Right. 
to turn it around. <laughs> uh, the last thing we'll talk about, and then we'll get right out, and then we'll be done, is uh, my buddy has uh, started his own YouTube show called Don't Kill Eli. Yes, this is an awesome little project I donated on his Kickstarter. Yeah, completely funded through Kickstarter. He raised uh, a little over fourteen grand, and uh, he has people vote through YouTube. Uh, by clicking on links, the views equal votes as to where he should go next. So he started off his trip in Beirut. Uh, his first video is up. Is he going to Lebanon? And, uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> options are Jordan, <laughs> Lebanon. Or, oh, see, now yeah. he should go to Lebanon. Well, he's safer in Lebanon than Lebanon, I think. <laughs> he might be. I think. Uh, or he, Have a better time. And one of the one of the the thing I'm really bothered by this. If you go to don'tkilleli.com, uh, you can watch his web show, and he just goes into all these different countries, and you know, and 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 literally, like he was just in Beirut, where every time they tried to shoot, an, a person from the army came up and told him not to shoot. Is basically what happened. Got it. And then he almost got into a fight with a guy from Germany who didn't want to get caught uh, doing Nazi stuff on camera. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's he's the just first hanging episode. Out. So the guys in Germany hang out and just do Nazi stuff. He's in, in Beirut, Beirut hanging out doing Nazi stuff as a German. So in Beirut, that's just totally that flies. I guess so. I guess that's what he gets a big. That's how he gets his kicks. And then the American comes along and, and he's like, hey, "Stop recording me!" Yeah, it really, it's 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 on the episode. It's pretty bad. I gotta see it. It's it's pretty intense. And then his options for his next travel are like Jordan, uh, Omar, Omar. That's Omar? Can't be right. Yeah, he's not going to the going character. To, he's from... going to the Kardashians? <laughs> um, Oman, thank Oman. you. Jesus. Yeah, Oman. So it's 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 Jordan, Oman, and then Egypt. And God, I really don't want him to go to Egypt. I'm really scared that people are going to send him to Egypt because the show is really happening. Egypt's frightening. And Egypt is really frightening. So right I, now. I voted. Jordan actually is like secretly like a very nice place, mm-hmm. which is in the Middle East, so people think it's scary. So I voted for Jordan. But we'll Good see call. where he goes. Good call. But uh, if you you haven't watched it yet, yeah, don't kill Eli. Don't Check kill it Eli. Out. Check it out. Okay. Well, that's enough for us. I think certainly more than enough, considering we don't even know if anyone's ever going to listen to this. But who knows? I want to thank Mr. Paul Mattingly. Well, for I'd like to thank today. you, Mr. Matt Donnelly. Well, thanks so much. This is Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. More to come. Rocky like Rocky and Bullwinkle's <laughs> RPG game. Stay tuned for next week's episode. <laughs>